Welcome to the Hygiene Profit Leaders Podcast, where we give you weekly tools and tips to teach you how to grow your hygiene department. We are your go-to resource for everything you need to turn your hygiene department into a profit center. I'm your host, Rachel Paul, and joining me is my co-host, Vicki Collier. Hi, Rachel. Hey, Vicki. And we also have a special guest today. We have April Sharp on the show. Hey, April. Hey, guys. I'm so Hi. excited. Yeah, we're excited to have April here. She is a marketing expert here at the Scheduling Institute, and uh, we are going to pick her brain today. But before we jump in, I always like to ask our guest, uh, I know, April, you were a trainer previously, and uh, I always like to ask our trainers, what is the craziest story that you had on the road? Oh, wow, you're throwing me off here, Rachel. <laughs> I thought I was coming on to be the expert <laughs> So I have to dig back into my uh, training roots here. Well, I have so many. I really feel like we can make a book out uh, on this. Like <laughs> I experience. happen to know a lot of these, which is actually why I wanted you to tell uh, them. <laughs> I think you've had some of the best ones. Yeah, yeah you've had some I, of the best. I do feel like I just attract adventure into my life. <laughs> is that uh, what you call it, adventure? <laughs> yeah. I have to put the positive spin on it. Um, you attracted something, that's for sure. <laughs> I would have to pull Embudo, New Mexico, out as my favorite trainer story. I didn't think I was going to make it out alive. So um, <laughs> I did get a, a, a training in Embudo, New Mexico. And if you haven't heard of Embudo, I have not. It's because people in Embudo have not heard of Embudo because <laughs> it is a population of 36. Oh, okay. wow. Yeah. Okay. So I saw it on my, uh, my schedule and I was like, all right, here we go. And so there's no hotels, obviously. Because, you know, when you have a population 36. of 36, you don't really have hotels. And I'm not more like a morning person, mm -hmm. so I really wanted to stay in Embudo. So I called the office. I was like, hey, we got a vacation, rentals, like somewhere I can stay so mm -hmm. I don't have to get up and drive an hour to two hours to the training the ne that morning of. So they're like, yes. One of our patients here, he actually has a vacation rental that's right close to our office, and I will check to see if it's available for the you know the week that you're coming down. So she calls me back. She was like, Gary Smith, that's going to be your contact person. It is available. You're all hooked up. It's right on the river. It's going to be amazing. So I was like, oh, it's like a mini vacation in Budo, mm -hmm. New Mexico. So <laughs> GPS doesn't take you there. So, of course, the lady on the phone was giving me detailed directions on how to get there, and, you're, and the, these were the detailed directions. Go two gravel driveways down the dirt road. <laughs> You'll see a little sign saying deer crossing. When you go about a quarter mile after that, you're going to turn down, go along the river. You're going to pass like three houses, and your house is going to be on the left, right? <laughs> you can't miss it. How could you miss it? <laughs> right. And, you know, me Freaking being tell. a... You know, uh, you know, a quick start here. I was just like, yeah, sure, got this, right? So I go and I follow the directions. There's the deer crossing, nailed it on my way. So I turn in, I count my houses, one, two, three. I go up there, Gary Smith, I talk to him on the phone. He's like, I'm not gonna be in until later that night, so I'm just gonna leave the door unlocked. Just go on in and I'll bring you the keys later that night, right? So I'm like, fine, thank you, Gary Smith. So I get there, I'm walking in. Gorgeous house, so cute, quaint, right on the river, just like said. I go in, I put my bags down, I go to the bathroom, I go to the kitchen, I grab a glass, a glass out of the cabinet, I start filling up my water, and as I'm drinking my water, someone walks into the room and says, what the hell are you doing in my house? 
<laughs> I spit water out. <laughs> I had no idea what to say. The only thing that popped in my head was Gary Smith. <laughs> That's all I said. It was the first words that came out of my mouth. I was like, Gary Smith, Gary Smith, Gary Smith. And she, thank goodness, is in Budo, New Mexico, population of 36. Then she said, She well, was not armed, thankfully. No, she okay. was not armed at the time. I think I caught her off guard because she was coming out of a bedroom. Um, <laughs> and then she was just like, oh, Gary. Oh, I love Gary. Honey, you in the wrong house. You need to go down. The next house is Gary's house. This isn't Gary's house. And I'm just like, I'm just standing there. I was like, I'm so sorry. And I'm trying to get all my stuff up. And I have my glass in my hand still. I was like, do you want me to wash this? She goes, just put it down and leave. <laughs> and so, of course, I put it down and left. But like you said, Vicki, I'm so glad that she wasn't armed. Uh, I'm glad that it wasn't in the middle of the night because oh. she might have thought I was breaking in because most people breaking and don't stop to get a glass of water and true. to use the restroom too. <laughs> so um, I did leave, and it was a, it was a great experience. And it, I would actually recommend everyone to go to Embudo, New Mexico, because it's gorgeous there. Oh, well, okay, well, yeah, good but to know. look up Gary Smith, and he has a nice little <laughs> rental for you. There you go. So into. funny. So uh, funny. only this would happen to you. I yeah. feel like I could go on for another like three yes. hours of my oh, trainer yeah. yes. stories. You They're have great. more stories than anyone. Got some good ones. I know in the training department. It's hilarious. Uh, but we'll jump into why we really have you here today and as I mentioned earlier um, April is really a marketing expert and um, you know as we talk about growing hygiene departments you can't grow your hygiene department unless you increase new patients sure. right in fact every year you're losing about 10 to 15 percent of your patient base so you want to make sure that you're generating new patients as often as you can and of course marketing plays a big big role in that so uh, I'm going to pick your brain, April, and ask you, what are, what are some of the best return on investments you've seen with marketing and dental practices? Well, I would love to give you the secret sauce and just be like, well, you do this and you're going to get X amount of patients. And that's just not the way it is anymore. And it really has changed over the years. Like just the technology that's out there, the, the way that people are using the right. internet. It used to be you would call or what? Back in the day, they would say, <laughs> uh, you had this thing called Yellow Pages. Yeah, I've heard of that. <laughs> yeah. Of I, I've never heard of it. Of. My dad told me about it. <laughs> yeah, sure, sure. Um, and so, it, you know, people would kind of do word of mouth or go through the Yellow Pages. And then we, mm -hmm. you know, stepped up in technology and went to 1-800, you know, dentists mm -hmm. and people would call. Oh, yeah. But now people are really going to the Internet. Like, you yeah. have to have a strong presence on the Internet, whether you like it or not. That really is, you know people are kind of educating themselves mm -hmm. and making mm -hmm. decisions before they even meet you. I right. have to admit, I was looking for a chiropractor and looked at the one in my town and looked at their website and said, mm, nah, don't think so. Yeah. And so I went to one that I have to drive 27 miles to one way because, you know, I, it was basically based off of their website and how appealing it was to me. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and it's not um, just their website, but it's their reviews that they sure, have Sure, reviews, right. And, you know, as much as, like, if you don't know anything about SEO, you need to know about SEO because it's, that is the way things are going. You SEO. need SEO. You need to make sure that it's, your name comes up when they search. Okay, all right, right, I see. So even if you outsource it, insource it, it doesn't matter, but you have to be familiar with that terminology. Mm -hmm. You have to know that you're doing exactly what you just explained. They have to go online. Mm -hmm. They have to see great reviews. Right. They have to be able to navigate through your website, and it has to be, um, you know, easy to use. Right, sure. Yeah. I won't go anywhere until I check the reviews. I'm on the, the same place. way, or I've anything. I've gotten to where... 
restaurants, if mm -hmm. I'm going out of town, a hotel, I'm mm -hmm. always looking at the reviews first. Right. Yeah. And if you think this is all just based off of, oh, those people must really like us and so they're going to go out of their way to leave a review. Guys, every single marketing that you see on the internet or every sing single uh, review you see on the internet, mm -hmm. that's marketing. Mm -hmm. Sure. Those, yeah. those businesses have gone out of their way to make sure to they had a presence for there. Those and ask, and make sure that they're they're asking for those reviews and testimonials and right. such like this, right? Yeah. yeah, because it's very rare. I mean, think of all the great experiences that you've had in your life. You've gone to a nice restaurant. You had a great pedicure. Mm -hmm. Like anything, you think about it in your head, and you're like, oh, my God, that was amazing. Right. Mm -hmm. Do you actually go out of your way to leave a review? No, I do not. I, I read them all, but I don't. Yes, you will read yeah. them, yeah. but it takes effort, time, and energy sure. to go into that. So if you see a business with high reviews, you that's marketing. Oh, that's sure. what it they boils putting, down to. Putting in the effort, the effort to ask to for happen. those reviews. They it's didn't have happening. the angels come down and they're like, oh my God, people love yeah. me and so they're going to tell everyone about me. That's just right. not the way it's that so it true. works. Right. So if you're, if you're a dentist there sitting there thinking, well, we do, we do great dentistry and the patients always tell us, why don't I see reviews? Well, uh, you're probably not asking for them. Yeah. So, yeah. And then I made a lot of dentists that they're kind of in denial. They're like, I hate Yelp. I don't like Yelp. It's inconsistent. Anyone can go on there. A disgruntled employee can go on there. Like that's, it Tough. is what it is. You, yeah. you can, yeah. I don't like Yelp. You, you yeah. know, but you have to know that if you don't control it, it will control right. you. Right. So there are going to be some people that go online. There's some people that are they're like uh, review trolls. They just go on yeah. there to to say bad things oh, about yeah. every yeah. experience yeah. that they ever have. And those are the type of people you'll never be happy. But if you don't have the right marketing in place, it's never going to trump those trolls. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I think that's a great point to bring up. I had an office just this weekend. I was talking. Talking to at an event, and they their 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 barrier was that they had a few reviews, but some of the one of them was bad, which gave them low which rating. Was, yeah. yeah, which gave them a low rating. And they, they had a marketing expert there in his office, and he said, "All you got to do is you've got to keep getting better ones. Yeah, right. you, the better ones will eventually make that one go down, but you can't get rid of it. You've just got to put forth the effort now to make sure the better ones are coming in. Right. Yeah. And keep in mind, like I, you know, I order everything off Amazon. If I, if it can't be delivered to my door, I, I am the same way. <laughs> um, and I always look at reviews too. And a lot of times, the first things that will pop up will be those bad reviews, those mm -hmm. one star. Mm -hmm. But the item has like a four and a half star. Right. So you. And your, your patients are like that, too. Yes. Yeah, you can have mm -hmm. a couple bad reviews, but if you have a whole bunch right. of these positive reviews, sure. they're not going to sit there and harp on that one or two bad review. But if you have one bad review and five good ones, it still looks pretty bad. Right, exactly. So look at Apple. So, Apple is dominating in their field. They have horrible reviews. Yeah. Horrible yeah. reviews, right? Yeah. So you just have to be aware of it, and then you have to have a strategy in place. If you just mm -hmm. say, I'm going to tackle this, I'm going to have a great presence online, I'm going to get my reviews up. Like If you don't have a written plan, a written mm -hmm. strategy, and then not everyone in your office is educated right. on how yeah. you're going to execute this plan, it's just going to be an idea. You're going to listen to this podcast. You know, you know what? We need to get our reviews up. We need to on our webpage, we need to have a better mm -hmm. internet presence. It's just going to be an idea while you're listening to this, and then it's just going to be an idea that just floats up in the air and yep. nothing gets happening. Got to have right. a plan to put some action behind I it. I think not only have a, a plan, but assigning a person on your team to really own that too. Sure. Like, who's going to be responsible for making sure that we are collecting exactly to keep the rest of the team for how motivated? Many right. Reviews you want, or whatever that looks like. And like um, I said, if you have to outsource it, that's completely fine because it's a big entity. Mm -hmm. You know, your SEOs and your your map location, like when you Google 
you know, we're here, or I live in Roswell, Roswell Dentist, the first three to five that pop up, mm -hmm. they paid to be there. Oh, they yeah. they did their research, they got, you know, all their optimizations in, and so they're there. So if you have to outsource this, and this doesn't sound like familiar with you, you don't have to know it, you just have to understand enough that how important it is to, to make sure that you get that done. That's funny, you mentioned Yellow Pages earlier. Didn't people used to to put their name as a triple A, whatever, so it was always in alphabetical, that there's always at the top of the alphabet, the first one that you saw, you know, the same thing. You're, you're pulling thing. something I do not know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. Let me go ahead. But I remember, you, you, wanted, you wanted your your name to start with the, with the beginning letter of the alphabet. Right, so, so it's it was at the top, you know, yeah, so it's at the top, certain, right. Yeah. yeah. Um, what, are, what do you think are some other good marketing? Well, I think when people think of marketing, they always think of the, the fun, you know, creative side of it. And what I was saying earlier is strategic. Mm -hmm. Everything has to have a reason behind it. Um, the more automated that you can have it, the better, because you really, when you're strategic behind mm -hmm. it, if you have to physically go and put together a different marketing piece every single week, that's just time and energy. But if it's automated and you put it into more of a sequence, so you mm -hmm. had someone who just had whitening done, you really should have some form of like an ascension model in your office. Okay, mm -hmm. what do they do after whitening? What do they do after their first appointment? What do they do after they get their braces taken off or Invisalign? So really, that's what I'm saying strategic, like really map that out, look at it, and then come up with that marketing. And so mm -hmm. that way you can really tag them. Okay, they just had their first visit. They need to get XYZ pieces and it's, automatically sent to right. them and you're kind of, you know, building that ascension model right. within your company too. And also when you do it that way, you're doing it to what they need at a certain time. You're not sure. bombarding them with a whole bunch of things, right? Right. So being very strategic about it and again, like having that sequence in place and it could be some great sequences that just play out every single time. You're not having to recreate new ones once you find the ones that are really working. Right. Because right. that creative will, it will it will run dry if you work that way. And some uh -huh. people in an office say, yes, I want to do marketing. It sounds so much fun. And it is fun and you can be creative with it. Right. And that's the part I love about it. But if you're not strategic with it, then mm -hmm. that well runs dry. And then you're just over marketing to your clients too. You really have to figure out like what you said, mm -hmm. it's timing, it's what they want and what they need. But I even say here in the office that it really is help over hype because so many people think marketing pieces are buy, 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 buy. Right. And that used to work. It sure. used to be great. Uh, but now with the over inundation of internet and they're kind of doing their own research, you mm -hmm. need to help them first mm -hmm. before you can hype. So really right. content marketing, I know it's a, like a, a trigger word right now, but content marketing is what get, gets your patients to actually reach out to you. And just in dentistry, like so many th people think, it, well, I need to educate you on what a cavity is or what a cry. Right, right, yeah, we and go overboard with that sometimes. Yeah, you go, yeah, yeah. like don't take your content to extreme. Like, do your content as um, how to increase your, uh, you know, interview skills or how to, you know, how to lock down your dream job. And so you do like top mm -hmm. five things that right. you can do in an interview. Number six could be like have a clean professional smile and talking about the whitening and straight, like we have yeah. six months Thinking smiles. Outside the box. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And so that way it's not, nobody wants to read. Uh, I'm a dental hygienist and I even get sick of reading about dental all the time. Uh, yeah. Right. Right. And so they're not going to read your blogs if it's always about yeah. PFMs and, yeah. you know, yeah. serum yeah. issues 
machines yeah. and lasers right. and that, that just that just doesn't get their attention so you got to figure out what's going to trigger them to read your blogs right. and that's coming sure. up with some of these ideas well this has been great april i think you've definitely given us uh, giving our listeners something to think about, to really think outside the box and not just going at it at just a dental angle and doing sure. the same thing over and over, but really just thinking outside the box. So um, doctors, I just encourage you to think about you know, what, what type of marketing are you currently doing? Where are your reviews at? What does your web page look like? Um, do you have a blog? Are you doing any of this content marketing that we that we were talking about? April, thank you so much for being yeah. on the show. This has been very enlightening. Right. I actually learned some things uh, today too. too. <laughs> it's great. It was awesome. So thanks for having uh, for being on the show today, yeah. and um, we look forward to having you join us in future episodes because I feel like we get to hear talk just, about this marketing. Is skimming the surface. I mean, this yeah. is literally like there's so many different things we could go into talking about marketing. And like I said earlier, if you're not doing any marketing, you're missing out on an opportunity to really grow your practice. And I, I can tell you, you're pa you are losing patients right now if you're not doing right. marketing. And, if you're and not it really, it really just boils down. If you're just starting, you just have a have to have a plan. Have a written plan. Mm -hmm. That's your first step. You know, because like I said, this is just like kind of skimming the surface. Right. There's, oh, it goes way deeper than this. But you can't move forward until you at least start putting pen to paper and you start that plan. So step yeah. one, get your marketing plan in place. That's right. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Be sure to subscribe to the Hygiene Profit Leaders podcast on iTunes. We have new episodes every Tuesday at 8 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Also, be sure to check out our website, hygieneprofitleaders.com. You can download notes from the podcast, listen to previous podcasts. You can also request a free hygiene analysis. I know a lot of doctors have gone on and taken advantage of that. So we look forward to, to speaking with you again and stay educated.